0: Welcome to 1136. I'm Veronica Welch and I explore the process of self-expression with space holders and artists. So today I'm getting to chat with Zach Strickland who is a traditional and a digital artist. He, more importantly than that, is just an artist as his way of doing life. Um, You'll hear in the episodes how fundamental creativity is to his process of self-development, to the choices that he's made, to the achievements and successes that he has. Um, he's developed clothing lines, he's traveled into bands, and he shares all of that in his personal process and um, struggles and limitations along the way. He talks a bit about his relationship with fear and how those limitations have influenced and informed his creativity. and. Um, It's really, really so special. Um, There's quite a lot of discovery in this podcast, so I invite you to take it slowly, listen and digest as you go, take your time with it, and we both really hope that this gives you lots of courage and confidence to connect more deeply to your true self and your unique expression.
1: Well, can you start with just um, letting us know maybe some of your big adventures, things that have been inspired by, maybe experiences in your life that have inspired your creativity, um, the seed of your creativity over the course of your life? Um, honestly, so like, as a kid, I don't really know what big moments inspired me to start wanting to
2: Create things, but I always did from like as little as I can remember if I had a pencil in my hand. I think it was like a lot of times just being bored at church and like wanting to do something, and like the same thing with school. Like, I always had a I was always bored at school, and I would be sitting there just doing it one way while in class and kind of uh, um, I don't know. I wasn't good in school, it wasn't like I was big up and not doing. My schoolwork. at all either, but I just didn't want to listen to the teacher talk all the time. So um, I kind of go into my own little like world in my head and create stuff. And then like, the most inspiring things to me are nature. Honestly, it's the it blows my mind every time. Like if I am ever feeling like down or anxious or not creative or just in my head. Um, if i go for a hike and get out into the woods it just something opens up inside of me and makes me feel like I can do anything like it's the world happened like earth happened the universe happened like i can can do anything um it's a crazy feeling especially like mountains um one of the most amazing places i've ever been was a place called seneca rocks in virginia or west virginia i can't remember um, that was cool because I was shooting a um, college friend's wedding. Um, did photography in college just to kind of like pay some extra bills and stuff like that, make a little bit of extra money, and she was getting married. So we went there, and me and my ex-wife, like, well, let's take a few days off of work since we're going to be there anyways, and we just went hiking. It was like, so we got up to the top, and there's a... Big sign and I was like, There's a lookout right here. Don't go past this sign, the view past the sign is any more pretty than the view from the lookout and I was like, That's bullshit. So I got like I was like, Come on, let's go and she was like, Are you sure? And I'm like, Yeah, let's go. So we climbed up there and it was stunning. Like there's a tree that was just like right on the edge of the cliff and climbed up in the tree and my wife's freaking out at me the whole time, like, Stop doing that, you're way too close to the edge like but like There's no fear in me, like, the, I know, like, some people get scared when they're on the edge, like, that high up, um, freak me out for some reason, but, like, being on the edge of a cliff for some reason, like, the world's gonna hold me, it's gonna support me, and I don't need to fear that, like, um, it's like here I am just, like, climbing up in a tree on the edges, you know? I don't know, stupid, I have no problem, but, like, that moment gave me so much, just, like, energy um that lasted for a long time um and then like later that night I
1: had some answers with me that I wanted to take and my wife
2: convinced me to not take it before we went on the hike which is probably a good idea because if I was tripping and I was also on the edge of the mountain you know maybe I would but um later that night around a campfire um took okay. it, and then just like Had sparklers and just dancing around the fire with music, and it was just an amazing experience. All there's a picture of me wearing like my wife's leggings and a kid cutty shirt with a sparkler in my hand, and just like you can see the bliss on my face. Like it's it was an amazing experience. Um, So, yeah, anything nature I feel like I've always been kind of drawn to and kind of like feeds my creativity.
1: Yeah, so what do you think it was about the like, being on the edge? You've made a lot of correlations between, um, like the way it feels to not be creative, and then the way it feels to be creative, and like mixed in that is this um, feeling of like if you can do it, like confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what would you say about like being on the edge and confidence? And like why did that moment inspire you to be creative?
2: So I think it's like overcoming fears in that moment. It's like, so you're on this cliff and you're literally on the line between life and death. Like you're alive here. If you fall, you're gonna be dead. That's a like fear that a lot of people get over or like have to get over if they're going, fear of heights, whatever. Um, And such an adrenaline rush to like overcome that and like empowering when you do. a lot of times we look at things in our life that are like our anxieties. I've always been somebody that's had a lot of anxiety and like little things like starting a new job or like putting yourself out there for people to see like causes a lot of anxiety. So to have something immediate right there in front of you that like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit anxious because I could die if I slip or if a branch breaks or whatever. Like to overcome that right now, that you get that immediate feeling of like, uh, like you overcame that. So it's a feeling of like, yeah, I can do anything. I can, um, it's a very empowering feeling. And I think that's really what it comes down to. It's like, it just like boosts like, that. you feel like you're on top of the world. And like at that moment, you really are because it's a you know,
1: mountain of Literally, you're. yeah. That feels so special because um, I've been sitting with this uh, one of my mentors told me recently and it, it was like she kind of said it like nonchalantly like it wasn't a big deal um but it, I was just like wait ah that's what I wanted to know more about um she was like she's like yeah uh death is the or facing death is the last step before adulthood um <laughs> <so> <laughs> you're literally talking about like uh I don't know I'm making this correlation between like like, creativity, this place of, like, expressing who you are and, like, being who you are in the world and, like, standing on your two feet. Like, you're saying, like, you literally have to, like, face the, like, fear of death in order to, like, stand in that place of expression.
2: Yeah. Um, it's really kind of like that because to, like, put yourself out there to, like... Okay not have any kind of shame in that or like fear of what other people are going to think about you or like your art or whatever it is that you're creating, like it takes a lot, we have like an ego that doesn't want us to get hurt, doesn't want us to like feel that rejection or whatever, like, um, so to get past that and to like step outside of that and be like, you know what, it doesn't matter it's going to be fine like even if somebody doesn't like it it's going to be fine I'm not going to fall off the edge and die like it's really not that big of a deal um and to get through that like yeah it takes a lot to put it out there but when you do you get that same kind of feeling you get that like overwhelming like wow I did I can do literally anything and it's it's a great feeling um it's almost like a high that comes from that adrenaline um yeah. I um, don't I know it sounds kinda of weird to compare the two, but like it really is a feeling of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, what part are you saying is <laughs> weird?
2: Just like to say that like creating something and putting it out there is the same as like facing death being on the edge of a cliff. Like I don't know, but it really is. Like um, to me anyways the feeling that I get is very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well I think
1: like, what's drawn me to you is that you seem so unapologetically you, like, always. Like, you are just very yeah. grounded, it seems to me, like, yeah. you're really grounded in who you are, and it's something I really admire, and, um, I can yeah, I can see how, like, it takes so much courage. It, it, well, from the outside, I would say it looks really natural for you.
2: <laughs> uh, I think that's just because, like, I've been doing it for so long. <laughs> um, as a kid, I definitely had a lot more anxiety around being me. I mean, honestly, I didn't really know who I was for a long time because like, growing up kind of in the church and religious and I kind of had like all these ideals pushed on me that like I had to break through and I never like, never seemed right. It never seemed like what I was being told was like the correct things and I always had a lot of questions and like pushing those boundaries a little bit and, i mean my mom has cried over like every decision that i've ever made about like who i am until she realizes that i'm still the same person eventually and like mm-hmm. when i first started stretching my ears i got the call of, like she's bawling like wow, how could you do this to me i'm like mom i didn't do anything to you i did it to me like i want my ears to be stretched like it's not a big deal mm-hmm. and like eventually like same thing when i got my first tattoo and then like, she eventually took my little sister to go get her first tattoo, so, like, I don't you know, open her eyes up a lot on things like that, but, um, there well, was...
1: What was the meaning of those things to her? Like, hadn't she was, thought that she was
2: losing you in some way? So, I think that, yeah, I think she thought that. Honestly, I think it's even worse than that, I think that...
1: Worse losing you?
2: yeah, I think that it was more vain than that, it was like, the people that I'm going, like spending time with at church are going to think that I raised my son poorly and he went off to be worldly, you
1: know? Well, that's even more in alignment with what you're saying about um, death, because it it speaks to the process of individuation, you know, it's like we are with our parents and then as we, like, separate from them, Mm -hmm. it it is a death, Yeah. and then and our parents feel that too. It's it's just, it's pretty incredible
2: that that was so, um, like, intuitive for you. Yeah, um, it's, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, specifically when, and I think it's more, like, I've always been kind of the kid that was, like, um, spending time by myself in my room drawing and painting or whatever, like, um, I mean, I have friends, I have friends, but, like, I'm kind of introverted in the way that, like, I recharge by myself. I love being around people. I love spending time with people. But like, my happy place is just like chilling along like with a pen in my hand or paint in my hand, like just really like zoned in on whatever it is that I want to do. And like, a lot of times I feel really shitty because, like, I feel like a bad friend a lot of times because people be like, hey, do you want to go out on this? And I'm like, honestly I kind of want to stay home and paint like and like you can come over and hang out while I do that like you can chat and have a good time but like I don't want to go wait like not waste time because it's good like um like I went through a phase when I first moved to Houston where like I was going out all the time and like it took a long time for me to realize that like that time I wasn't wasted I was going out pretty like, much every day after work but I used to view that as like wasted time but that was more like my networking time—I've met so many people during that time that like have since bought stuff from me or like commissioned me to do work, um, or just like are great people to know and have connections with, like good friends. Um, so I met you during that time, like so. It's not—it took a long time for me to realize that that was a wasted time. Um, but yeah, I think I went rambling. I don't remember. No, I think that, that totally.
1: And something
2: else that I want to explore with you, which is your whole concept that everything is usable. Oh yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, I think it was Thomas Edison said, um, failing however many times you fail at making a light bulb wasn't failing, it was just you know, learned like a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. And that's that whole thing I was just talking about. I was like, you know, there wasn't any missed opportunity. It wasn't any kind of like wasted time. Uh, there were good things that came from that and also like even if the networking didn't happen even if whatever like I got that out of my system when I needed to like I was feeling a certain type of way at that time I wouldn't have been as creative I wouldn't have been as productive I didn't feel creative and productive at that time so like I had to kind of like expel those demons however I needed to and then now I'm in a much better place and I'm doing other stuff um the like using anything and not letting anything go waste. For me, it's like if you feel creative and you feel like you need to get something out and you need to express yourself some way, I think that the worst thing to do is let not having the resources or the money to do something stop you from doing it. Um, there's all kinds, if you drive down the street and like I'm really bad because I'll see just like trash power out like when people throw out like old tables or like whatever on the side of the street i'm like, the first person to like pull up and just be like can we throw that in the background you know um i used to work my first job out of high school i was a janitor at an elementary school and um I came home with so much stuff. Like my mom hated me. I was still so little. My mom like she's like, "Why do you have a painting of Abraham Lincoln?" And I'm like, "Cause it's cool. Like, come on." And like when I was in the van, we used to take that and set it up at our merch table and just like, hey, look at me, chill, and I'm like, "Why? Why not?" Okay. Like um, when I first started like really getting into painting, <clears throat> I was kind of like I'd done digital work for a long time and had really painted a whole lot. I was always more just like pencil sketch and stuff like that. So like, I don't know. Well, I was working in a warehouse and they had all these like planks, wood planks that were just gonna get tossed into the dumpster and I was like, and take some of these home and see what I can do with them. So I went, got those and went and bought a bunch of craft paint at Walmart. And it was like 50 cents too I Can't really like go wrong here. I'm not gonna like, if I waste any money, like it's maybe five bucks from all the paint. Like. So, did it just like for days and days? That's all I did. I would work, I'd come home, and I'd paint. And I created some really cool stuff in those few days. Um, probably like two weeks straight, just like painting every day. And the, it was like particle board, like the shittiest material that you can paint on. But it's like, why not? Like, I mean if I wanted to recreate that on something better I could in the future but like that moment in time that was what I had in front of me and that's what I did was I created and I ended up selling that piece to uh, one of the pieces that I did to somebody at a music festival and they were like we were gonna go over here to this place and buy this pipe but they um they didn't have any more and like we really like that pain right there and they're like how much do you want for it's probably too much for us and I was like what were you going to spend on the pipe? And they're like, oh, yeah, like $50. And like, I was like, give me $50. Like, if you're going to hang it up in your house and it'll make you happy, like, that's all I need, you know? Like, I spent probably $5 making it. Yeah, I had some time put into it, but like, that's not about that. Like, eventually, yeah, you got to make money to live. But like, the moment, like, I don't want to ever stop somebody from getting joy from that. Especially like, if it didn't really, like, I don't know. That's kind of a this
1: one you're all about like the like uh, easy access to creativity like what I feel for me is like you just so much want people to experience their creativity you want to share your creativity like that's number one and you kind of believe everything will fall from there yeah
2: absolutely Um, I think that a lot of times I'm guilty of it too but people um, overthink stuff especially when it comes to creativity and putting themselves out there. Like, in high school, I would always just kind of like, I hated being cookie cutter. I hated being like everybody else. I didn't feel like everybody else. So like, I didn't want to look like everybody else. Um, so like, I would go buy clothes or whatever, and then like paint over the shirts and make like, um, take like band lyrics and like create a shirt out, of band lyrics, kind of like interpret them and put some artwork to it or like, Um, I had like a little bicycle, um, license plate, like the little ones, said like, Jesus loves you that I like hung from my belt. I had like a little chain. just like wear that, um, bleach, uh, bleach shirts and pants all the time. Like just anything to kind of like put my own spin on it because I want to be unique. I don't want to have the same thing that everybody has. I want to kind of stand out from the crowd. Um, and I've... And I felt that way my whole life. like I, I said when I was a kid I didn't feel the same way that like my parents did or the people around me did. Um kind of always questioned that and then I think from there just kinda of wanted to um make that even more so. you know? mm-hmm. and just like kept growing Yeah. how is it for you to like talk about this and like share this part of you? Um I don't, I don't mind at all. I honestly like it's to share my experience I feel like I've had a pretty unique experience in life but also like not so much because I think that there are probably a lot of people that feel the same way and if I can help somebody else like get over the barriers that they have in their own mind like I would love nothing more than that because like as a kid I didn't have anybody to turn to that was like weird and quirky to be like that's you know Mm -hmm. hey how do you feel like all my family is all like Southern Baptist super like conservative and I'm the furthest thing from that, that I be mm-hmm. and I always have been like, like I said my mom used to get mad at me because I would draw on myself like tattoos and shoot like quote Bible verses at me like you can't do that because this this and this like, me being the stupid little stubborn kid that I was would, like, go read my Bible and be like, okay, well, it says here that, like, this person had the mark from God for, like, this, this, and this. And, like, she like, that's not what that means. I'm like, well, how do you know that that's what the other thing means? Like, mm-hmm. like the Bible is very, like, you can find anything you want to say in there. So, like, I would kind of counterbalance with that so I'm like, she's not to listen to me just be like, I don't think it's bad for people to have tattoos. So, like, we find a way to kind of go around that in the Bible, and I realized, like, early on, that, like, people kind of use that to justify their own thoughts and, like, how they felt about things, and that's when I feel like that I realized that God wasn't really, like, what I was being told. It's kind of like the people create God out of themselves, and so, like, God has created or. God created man in his image, but I feel like it's the other way around. I think people create God in their image. Um, Not saying that there's not something out there or like, but I think that a lot of people just take advantage of whatever religion that they are and kind of spin it to be however they are. Um, And I think that's why like, there's so many different denominations of just Christianity alone, but then beyond that there's Hinduism, Buddhism, you know, all these other kinds of like, That people kind of have the same core idea there, but like then it just devolved into whatever kind of personal beliefs that they have.
1: Um, So, how do you experience God?
2: So, for me, um, I really don't believe in an actual like deity being kind of out there. For me, um, it's more like a spirituality connection to the universe. Um, I think that the universe in itself is a powerful source of energy and like that's kind of, I have a very naturalistic view of it Um I view kind of God as like the the ground and the dirt and the trees and the mushrooms and the fungi that grow up out of it and the branches reaching out and like it's all like encompassing you know, the stars beyond that and everything like, just all in one is
1: God. Which goes along with your just general like spread,
2: like your relationship with creativity is so, that like it's all of it yeah it's like uh, everything yeah so like I like um to think about like the, the universe is a beautiful piece of art right? if you step back from it and like I think that anything can be art if you have the intention of it being art if you call you know what we're doing right now is art we're creating mm-hmm. um everything that is in here really like the molding around here like yeah you wouldn't look at that and be like that's art but if you go to the macro and get real close in micro um like the texture of this table is fantastic and then if you zoom in even closer like it's going to be even cooler um there's that but then also like you can use it everything that's in the universe to create art as well. Like, everything is material, everything is a resource that can be used. And I think a lot of times we just kind of like overlook that kind of stuff. We overlook like what we have available to us. Um, This candle right here, if you melted all that wax, you could do something else with that if you wanted to. Like, you could shatter that mug and kind of like make some dust out of the thing. Like, you know, put on something that Give it some kind of different feel to it. Like, there's so many things around us all the time, and I'm like, oh, I don't have the resources for this. I don't have the. Can like, yeah, you do this. look around and be a little more like creative, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what I wonder, uh, this has made me wonder if your experience in church and like Christianity has um, like, really taught you how to worship? Because this is what I'm hearing you is like, really um, magnifying and like worshiping
2: the beauty of what you see everywhere yeah maybe I actually never really thought about that before but I mean it would make sense like there's a kind of um, feeling that you get from worship and it's funny because like I used to get that sometimes like the chill feeling that you get you know like the hair stand up and like I thought that was solely like a religious experience. And like, I think that the terminology around that is like, people have a certain things like spirituality means a certain thing, religion means a certain thing, and all of like, it can be something even if it's not spiritual or religious. Like, do um, you have that same feeling just at a show being surrounded by people and having that you can have that awe inspiring feeling from looking at a sunset or like you can have that from laying in your backyard and watching the clouds go over or like having that great conversation with a friend like you can get that from anything and I think that's what really like um, spirituality and like that is I think that it's just being in the moment and aware and
1: Experiencing that and letting it take over, um, and not letting other things get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I as I experience you, it's like I'm hearing you say, like, uh, you want to include everything in your experience of creativity. Include everything in your experience of God, and whatever limits that. I imagine, um, well, maybe this is where I'm curious, is, like, so, like, your mom's fear of you being worldly or I would guess that fear of hell is mixed in there mm-hmm. or, like, fear of death or, like, these limitations that come with creativity. Uh, is Are those also part of the process? Or, like, how, how do you work with well, those? They are,
2: are? for sure. Um, so, I mean, fear of hell, fear of, like, I used to have a lot of fear, um, a lot of fear. <laughs>
1: yeah, like
2: um, so. This is really kind of fucked up, but like as a like real little kid, I remember being afraid that like Jesus was going to come back before I was like old enough to really experience the world. Like I'm talking like probably four, or five. Like, and I think it's really kind of messed up that I had that. Notion in my head, even at that young, but like I remember wanting to be on my bike all the time because I thought, like, if I was taken to heaven, like, if I was on my bike, I could hold on to it and take my bike okay, like, I'm on my bike. <laughs> 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 oh, <it laughs> it was, like, right? Exactly. Like, and then I remember, like, I used to have nightmares that like Jesus was coming back, and like, I'll be running, like, I could see him up in the sky, like, in the clouds, just like rapturing people and i'm like so like it was very much a fear and it's weird because like typically i think that this is the other way around like you're afraid that you're not going to go but like mm-hmm. for me it was like I'm, I'm too i'm afraid that it's going to happen before i really have a chance to live and like that sticks with me to this day is like i That's so why i want to like experience every moment and that's why i want to like use everything that I can, I want things to go to waste because like, that's that thing's life too. Like, and if it can be reused for something else and like, live another day, like, instead of going to like the junkyard or whatever, like, that's kind of silly, but like, that's really the way I feel about it. Um, it's like, to get over that fear was like, kind of stepping out of it, kind of like, taking on that darkness and like diving into it a little bit to see what like it really was that I was afraid of so like also like having the world view that like demons are real and they can like get you if you're there like they're physical beings like, my mom would tell me all the time we pray like before going we to bed like telling that the demons come in and like I, as a kid like that's a real thing like that's not a like like metaphorical type of situation yeah so like I remember just like laying in bed with wow, these shadows I'm like, what is that? What is that? You know? Um, and I think that like, sometimes like my artwork gets a little darker. Um, and that's because like, I wanted to explore that fear. I think the biggest fear for us is the unknown, like things that are not, so if you're like watching a scary movie and they show you the monster right at the beginning of the movie, it's not gonna be as scary as like, like, you're just seeing like a shadow creep by for the whole movie and then like, finally at the end it's revealed, it's like in your head you can create what you think it is and like whatever is scariest to you is what that's gonna be. So you, the unknown is kind of like, that's why we're afraid of the dark because we can't see what's around us. Like we don't know what's out there. Um, so I like to kind of dive into that sometimes and like, What's the creepiest thing I can think of, like, um... And, I have kind of always had, like, like drawing towards, the, like, dark things. I have kind of a dark sense of humor sometimes, and, like, I think instead, like, uh, you make light of it. Um, you, like, uh, juxtapose the darkness with the light, and see the difference between, and, like, realize that there's really not anything to be afraid of in the dark. Like, there's not really anything to be afraid of out there. Yeah, there is, but, like whatever like don't be afraid of it and it won't let you like it won't consume you um i think i was consumed by fear a lot when i was younger and i kind of was
1: able to get around that just by like all right well what's the scariest thing i can think of and then putting that down and then you know with it. yeah like a way to kind of go in and through and yeah. um yeah I, I feel for me too This just like like warrior spirit of, of, you know, it's like, I'll like, just pick up the torch from the and I'm going to go for it. And like it almost feels like there's this like decision point where you're like, all right, like, yeah. am I going to do it or am I not going to do it? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, do I, is it worth it to be creative? Is it worth it to be an adult to live my life mm, or no? Yeah.
2: And the answer is always, yeah, like it has to be or otherwise you're not going to experience life the way that you want to experience life. Um... And I think that came from, like, I think yeah, so like, if you don't just pick up the torch and go for it, like, you have one life, you've got this life to live, that's it, um, that we know of anyways. Uh, if you don't experience that, then you're not going to live, your life isn't going to be the experience that you want it to be. You're going to be stuck over here doing whatever it is that you're doing. Instead of doing what is going to make you happy, what's going to fulfill your life? Um, and I think that is a big fear of mine too. Is like, um, especially coming from what I was saying earlier about like the fear of like God coming back and taking me before I get to experience it. Like, I want to have all these experiences. I want to travel and see the world. And like, I have a lot for like you know a good amount that I have. I've seen, and that's what's kind of giving me the creativity that I have. But like, I don't want to stop. I, don't, I just want to keep going. I want to experience that because that's what fulfills me. Um, I want people to see the things that I do. I want people to like know my thoughts on things. I want to like share what I can with the world. I want to like help out the kid that's sitting in his room alone right now with a pencil and just like, why does my mom think I'm a crazy person? Like, you know, um, I just there's there's that and I think that people don't realize like how detrimental it is to your mental health to not do the things that you want to do, to do the things that are like important to you deep down. Because like I know so many people that are slaving away at a stupid job that they hate because that's all they know is that, like they don't think that they can do the things that they can do. Um, you know, the person that's like a really good singer is like, ah, but no, um, only like a handful of people are like famous singers like you don't have to be famous even. like I don't have to be like a world-renowned artist to like make a living doing art you know that's I think that like for a long time that was kind of the thought that it has like well if I'm not here if I'm not there I'm not good enough but like no like do it for you to start with do it for like yourself because you want to and because you want to experience that and then Surely, somebody else is going to come along and be like, wow, I really like that. Because, like, there's so many people in the world, like, everybody has different tastes. Yeah, there are going to be people that don't like it, but it doesn't matter. Like, they're going to like something else. Like, I don't like country music. I know a lot of people that like country music. Like, it's just not my tea. Um, Can
0: you
1: say more about how you connect to that desire? Because I think that that's what I see a lot of people struggle with, like myself included, is how do you know what you want to create? Or what you like?
2: So that's a really actually like hard question to answer because I feel like I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. but like, you know, like as a kid when they ask like, um, what you me, "What do you want to be?" and everyone's like an astronaut, a fireman, and blah. Like I don't know. I feel like I've changed my career path so many times in my life already. Like for me, that like learning is a very big thing. Like I love learning new things and like picking up new hobbies and whatever. Like Fresh kind of something to like focus on, um, and it's usually always creative. Um, whether it's like picking up a paintbrush and starting painting, or learning how to um, code or writing. Like I love doing all playing music. I love doing all kinds of things. Um, I think that. Say the question one more time. How do you connect to that?
1: Like, I, yeah, I'm curious about how, that moment when you're like, I don't like want to not. cope. So, like,
2: it's just um, kind of taking that feeling on. And, like, I still struggle with this all the time where I'm like, okay, what is it that I really want to do? Because I get bored with stuff easily where it's like I'll burn myself out. I'll get so into something. And then, like, a year later or however long later, I'm like, ah, like, last thing I want to do is look at pain right now. So it's like, then it's like okay well what else am I going to do to fill my time that's creative and I'm going to you know enjoy um it just kind of like I guess comes to you like you have kind of an inclination towards a certain thing um I've always liked writing but I've burnt myself out on writing and like I can only do it a certain amount now like I can't just like sit down and write all the time um whenever I feel inspired to write that's when I do it um and I think that there's like a balance there. You have to kind of know yourself and know like what is, like what your limits on things are and be able to go with the flow on that kind of thing. Because I know for me, like I think people have a fear of learning new things too sometimes like I'm not going to be good enough at that or I'm not if I try to do this I'm not going to be good at it and I'm going to fail well like no like failure is not a real thing um sure it is but like really it's not because you're going to learn something from the experience you're going to gain something from the experience you're going to like feel more even if that doesn't work out and you're be like okay well that didn't work out like I can do this now like I'm um, going to find something else that I want to do um Because ultimately, what does it matter if you're happy at the moment, like doing whatever you're doing, then that's really all that matters. Um, I I think you like for each thing,
1: so I know you started a band, I know you've like, you've done quite a lot of different things and maybe it would help to pick one or, but like, can you see more to like, when you're like, oh, I'm going to do this. How do you like? What's the process of like when you get the feeling to when you kind of forth your resistance to when you do it? Like how was
2: that? Shared? So um, I think it's uh, so with the band. Um, I was hanging out with two of my friends in their, their like shed outbuilding or whatever and one of them was playing guitar and one of them was playing drums and I don't play any instruments so I was just kind of sitting there jamming along, whatever and one of them was like, Zach, grab the microphone, and I was like, I can't sing, like I'm a horrible singer so I'm not going to do that, and they were like, well just try something out, try and scream and I was like, okay, so I was like, play something heavier, so like, they started playing some like metal and I started screaming and they just stopped, like stopped playing. They were like, um, you need to do that again, hold on. So like they started playing again, I did it again, and they were just like You've been able to do that this entire time that I've known you and you haven't done it before and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was just like I just screamed, dude, I don't know That's cool. So like it was just like something that was naturally there. Um Damn. and then that literally like those two friends were like okay we have to start a band right now and like we started a band and we went on for like five or six years and um eventually like we're in front of a couple of record labels just like you know it didn't go anywhere past that because it was like right out of high school all through college and then like the time that we were starting to get noticed was like everybody graduated college some people were having kids and it was just like we're not really in a place now where we can travel around and do the music thing but like we played shows almost every weekend for like five years just like going everywhere we could um making connections all over the place um and just doing it um i think that like when i first started i remember being like I did not think it was going to be a thing at all, like, I thought we were just going to, like, keep playing in the garage and that was it, and then somebody was like, we should play a show, and to me, I was like, how do you even do that, like, what do you, like, a show, like, you have to be, like, known, you have to have, like, a manager, you have to have, like, something, you can't just, like, go play a show, and, like, We were like, okay, so what do we do to play a show? And we rented a community building in our little small town and went around to the schools and the high school and like made flyers. I made the flyers because I I was kind of diving into graphic design at that time too. And um, we passed out flyers at all the schools and then way more people showed up to the show than we expected and people loved it. And it just like went on from there and like, that was like a high like nothing else and we just like chased that high for as long as we could. Um, It never felt like work. It never felt like dull or old. It always was like something new. There was always a a new show or a new like city to go play in that we haven't played in before or like something there
1: to like keep us going with that. Um, How cool. It's like there's a combination of your environments of just kind of your friends encouraging you Mm -hmm. and then your willingness and uh like their encouragement Mm -hmm. and then your continued willingness to keep trying new things and
2: And it's um it was a great process and like the anxiety that i felt before the first show was like i mean my entire insides felt like i was being like but like not even butterflies like pterodactyl shit, like, inside my stomach like, oh, oh, and, like yeah. and and as soon as I got on stage and the music started and I started screaming and everybody's playing and we're all just having fun jamming out like all gone just mm-hmm. no anxiety at all that turned into like the craziest high that I've ever had like it was just adrenaline and fun and um, I think that's kind of the like thing that we all want is like that high of like I'm doing what I want to do, I'm doing what I'm meant to do, I'm doing what like, I'm called to do and yeah, I don't know. Um,
1: Can you share a little bit more about your current projects
2: that you're working on? Yeah, um, so I've been kind of on the pain kick lately. Um, also, I do some digital work, but it's not... So I used to do a lot of um, digital illustration, kind of like the like band t-shirt style. Um, lately, I've been kind of more in a paint kit where i like, it's all kind of weird, and I've been in an abstract mood lately where I'm just doing kind of like a lot of contrast and flowy kind of weird stuff. Um, more so like the feeling of what's inside or like what is around me um just trying to express that in paint form um i also like i have a couple of commissions that are like chilling right there that i need to work on i actually i'm supposed to be doing a mural from the beginning of the year that I need to finish the design for, but... Wait, can um, we talk
1: about this? <laughs> <laughs> um, that is me being like, oh, I forgot
2: about that until just now. <laughs> I remember that I need to be working on that. Um, it's all in my head, it just hasn't made it to the mm-hmm. paper yet. So it's that death
1: limitation. Yeah, um, yeah exactly.
2: So it's, um, yeah, it's... Uh,
1: so you, it's, it's interesting, cause as much as it seems like you've continued... You continue to get that feeling of like you can't do it. Or, or
2: oh yeah, it's I don't know um, like that, no. It's definitely a, like. There's um. There's always a fear there. Like there's always that. But I think that's what makes it exciting and me want to continue doing it. Because if it was just like blind. Well, I go to work. I don't get that feeling when I go sell tacos. Like I don't get that like life or death feeling when I go do that. Like I don't think that this creative process would be as fun or as interesting or as even like rewarding if you didn't have some kind of fear going into it like mm-hmm. um every like so instead of the first time I played that show like I had that anxiety before the show like that happened every time before every show for as long as we did it like it wasn't like the, after the first time I was like cool I got this like right. yeah. it was every time before I got on stage like yeah they kind of like blended a little bit, it wasn't pterodactyls, it eventually turned into butterflies and like I could cope with it, but like, there was still that, like, what if my voice blows out on the show, or, like I don't, you know, like there's just, as a person, you're gonna have doubts, you're gonna have kind of fears and stuff, especially when it's something so personal mm-hmm. that you're putting out there, so, you still can't let that, like, let you not do it because you're in the fear. Um, and to me, like I said, I think that that's what makes it more rewarding. I think that's what makes it worth it. Um, I think that's what makes me continue to want to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And if I hear you too, so it's not always doubt and fear those
1: limitations can look like, um, I don't know if you can speak to this, uh, <clears> the, <throat> like, is there like with this mural? There is because what, what is the resistance with this mural? Um,
2: so initially I had this like a specific idea in my head and I told totally the guy my idea and at first he was like, Oh yeah, that's perfect, like that's amazing and so like I was really excited about doing it. I'm still excited about doing it. But then maybe like a week later I was working on that sketch for that and like a week later he was like so I was thinking like, since it's downtown Houston, like maybe you do a little more Houston theme, you kind of incorporate like the Astros or whatever. And like, yeah, okay, I can do that. But like that limitation just kind of like burnt the flame out, like pour a little water over top of it. And like, it's still there. Like it's a big mural and it's right downtown. So like, it's uh, very good for my exposure. And like, I I'm just kind of bummed that it's not the initial idea. Where's um, so like it's right around Minute Maid and NRG. Not, no, Minute I um, don't know where NRG is, honestly, but, um, <laughs> you can see the stadium from the building, so it's for Gus's Fried Chicken. Okay, um, cool,
1: cool, cool, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: They have the location that's on Washington, but they are putting a new location right downtown, so. Mm-hmm. Um, cool.
1: Yeah. So it's just something, like, new to learn. You're like, okay, yeah. now I have to, like, Get into the flow with the Astros in the downtown and Yeah, and it's all
2: like I've done two very little murals on the benches at Platypus, and they're very small. And comparison, this is like a thirty-foot wall. So, like, also
0: thinking about how
2: to fill all that space, and like, I don't know, like the techniques that I'm going to use. Like, I'm. I like painting big, but, like, big for me is, like, those benches like that. Is so, like I usually do, like, maybe, like, 24 by 36, kind of, like, that's, like, where I like to be at when I paint, um, so, like, that scale is kind of, like, alright, what am I going to do with that, but, uh, it's exciting, so it's going to be a challenge, um, and I think once I actually, like, figure out exactly what I'm going to do, because, like, I have an idea like, I'm gonna have like some astronaut, like so my initial idea I was gonna do um like panels. So I was like that'll be manageable, it'll be like smaller pieces and it was gonna tell a story. And it was gonna be um these like alien chickens that were coming to Earth to harvest humans for food. And then you got like all the people freaking out and running away from the chickens and they're like gathering people up and then it gets closer to the end and you've got these like big squat guys with like justice fried chicken on the back of their shirts and they're carrying deep fryers and they're Uh grabbing chickens up and tossing into the fryers and then like turns into the opposite of that um so that was the initial idea like it's fun it's kind of interesting i think i'm going to keep with that a little bit um and do like maybe have like what we think of as aliens you know like the grays or like the green guy with coming to Earth and you, they see like a big sign that's like, Gustav's Fried Chicken 1.2 million light years or whatever, and like, so they're like trying to get there and, and like get closer and you got like an astronaut floating in space with a piece of chicken in his hand and like, it's like a space theme that's Houston, mm-hmm. you know? So, that's cool. Yeah, um, that. I'm excited about it, it's just like, it's not the initial idea, so that's a little re, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it
1: takes some kind of like, Back from the event, so yeah. The yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, yeah, it'll be cool. I'm excited for it because since I did those murals at Platypus, like I've gotten so much work from that
1: that like I know if I do that, like it's just going to keep the mm-hmm. you know everything coming. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's exciting. Cool. Well, anything else that would be feel so good to share or about your current work or what you where you're going?
2: Um, so I'm really um, wanting to just like keep at it I feel like recently I went through like a lull um, work is always tricky with like timing all of that but like really trying to dedicate more time to it and I've got my website up now which is great because I've been wanting to do that for like three years and I just haven't it's not finished but it's up and I'm continuing to work on it so like mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly so like Just, like, I'm excited for, like, what the future has because, like, I feel way more in tune with, like, who I am and what I want to do and, like, Mm. the creative side of myself than I have in a long time. So I'm very excited for where things are going. Like, yeah. um,
1: Cool, me too. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, well, thanks for this. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is fun. Mm I was really afraid that I was going to come over here (laughs) and I wasn't going to be recording for some reason. But no, it's good. It was. Yes.